Welcome to the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew and Matt. And this is episode 13. We've done a baker's dozen of these now. Pretty good number so far. Lucky number 13, I guess. Let's hope. <laughs> uh, so today's episode is about the Kickstarter update, update number 65. Um, this was a pretty pretty substantial update. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the second one of the developer ones, I guess we'll call them. And there's, uh, there's a lot of video in this, not a whole lot of video of the actual game per se yeah uh, but some interesting thing pops popped up in the uh, in the video I think the big one is arcades yeah uh, first of all though I, I wanted this is when I imagine Kickstarter updates this is what I imagine them to be so this is like what I expected every month but we don't get this every month <laughs> this is like only the second time we've got something like this like a behind the scenes making the game thing. I think they will get more frequent. I hope mm. they'll get more frequent. But even when we do have them, they're not always like this. They're just like, hey, there's a, a little text interview with somebody, <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah, and I think they will trend. I think that's kind of at a necessity at this point in time. Just mm. They don't necessarily have a whole lot they can show or necessarily want to show. Mm. I think over time it'll kind of ramp up a bit. I hope. Yeah, but yeah, arcade machines in uh, rural China. <laughs> <laughs> we got. Um, I don't even. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care. Uh, we have Excite QTs, the big one, uh, with flashing PlayStation buttons on it. Ooh, Ooh shiny! <laughs> um, I think it's pretty neat. There's some of the Unreal Engine there. Uh, it looks like when they're programming it, so mm-hmm. a bunch of if statements. I think they're called. Yeah. So if so. you get it right, blah blah blah. Um, it just looks like the world's worst flowchart <laughs> is what that programming that that uh, that looks like. There's also uh, watching carefully. There's some Excite QTE title. You see the corner of one of the machines in there. I wonder if when they design these Kickstarter updates, they put those little tidbits in there on purpose. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they know people like us, and there's thousands of people of us that like us that are watching these and just picking them apart like I was literally sitting there at work pausing and pausing and pausing and pausing and pausing and just looking and trying to figure stuff out and notice stuff mm-hmm. um, I think they must really intentionally just they easter get, eggs is that they, a good word yeah yeah they gotta pick and choose what they put in there cause they know people are gonna go over it with a fine tooth comb and they can't even count on people not being able to understand Japanese because there's people who do understand Japanese and will translate it for everyone. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you, Switch at Phantom Riverstone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, these uh, this this would be even like more fun to pick through if we could understand Japanese. But as it stands, yeah, we just have to look at it visually. We can't read. Wait for someone to put the information in front of us yeah. for the translations, which probably only takes a day or two, mm-hmm. uh, because people uh, people want to share information about this. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they like Shenmue. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So the arcade machines, I think, was a really big one. Uh, we talked about it in our last episode. Matt had mentioned that there's a lot of unanswered questions in the cave. Mm. And, he, you know, our concern is that we want to make sure they pick up on all of these. What's going to happen continue. to that lunch pail? <laughs> and you see them going through. There's some reference material. Um, in this one, there's the yellow um, Shenmue 2 Player's Guide. Uh, it's the expensive one on eBay. Uh, it's probably going to be my next eBay purchase. Um, the Shenmue 2 Premier Guide, it's called. Yeah, it's it's like the yellow one with the hand-drawn, uh, like, penciled cover. So what what's so special about that one? I don't know if there's anything special about that one. I think they're just using it as reference material to... I don't know, because like when you think about it, if you're if they're developing something, mm. they need to go, you know, turn on the Dreamcast. I'm, I'm assuming they have like a development kit Dreamcast where they can just go in and look at stuff. Yeah. Uh, but that takes time, and if they can just pick it up out of a book and read it or something, it might be easier for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a nice uh, Dream, looks like some sort of limited edition Dreamcast in the background there. Um or it could just be... Do you think they'd have a development Dreamcast? Like, I thought... And I don't know if this was ever confirmed or not, but I thought, like, all the source code and all... Like, anything that you could edit from the original Shenmue was, like, lost, maybe. I think that's a myth. It? it has to be a myth. They would have to have backups somewhere. Yeah. Um, because there's assets from that game in this... In this, uh... In this update, hmm. you see that you see the arcade machines, and it'd be very hard to replicate them. And I just so want to, well. I just want to like go into the play into the office where they're making Shenmue three at night when nobody's around, and just like rummage through all their stuff. <laughs> the Shenmue M two podcast does not endorse rummaging or breaking in or any sort of malicious act. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say I'd do it, um, <laughs> but wouldn't it? They must have so much interesting stuff there, like. Maybe if we just ask, yeah. <laughs> they'll let us come. Can we uh, rummage? <laughs> <laughs> What's the Japanese term for rummaging? Uh, origato for rummaging. <laughs> um, yeah, I would, oh my god, how awesome would that be? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I would be so giddy, I'd just be like, yeah! <laughs> well, the, all the, uh, the footage in this of their working environment seems... To use like a Michael Huber Easy Allies term, it seems jolly. They look like they're having a lot of fun making this game, and it looks like a small office, like very intimate workspace <laughs> for a small team. And I think that's probably a good environment to uh, build a game in. Yeah, it seems like it would be a very positive environment. Mm-hmm. Um, Not a lot of women, but <laughs> <laughs> in fact, zero women on this team, from what I can see. But. That's all right, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, they look like they're having fun. I mean, obviously they get to pick and choose what footage goes into this, but uh, it's nice to see uh, Yusan involved just sitting there. There's always booze around him yeah. <laughs> in any of these. I wonder what his, his day-to-day is like. What does he do? I don't think he does any programming or anything like that himself, right? It just all goes through him? Like, he just approves and advises, probably? I would say so, yeah. A lot of planning, um, probably. Mm. 
Again, if we were just there and could ask them, that would be... Yeah. <laughs> Somebody want to fly us and get us unrestricted access to Yu Suzuki, please? <laughs> unrestricted access. <laughs> I just want to watch the man sleep. <laughs> <laughs> unrestricted access. <laughs> it is what it is. It, um, it is what it is. <laughs> it sounds incredibly creepy. <laughs> yeah. I, but we need it for journalistic purposes. <laughs> journalistic integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this... Uh, the other big thing with this update is it appears to be that Shenhua's house has been tossed around pretty bad um, while they were gone. Yeah. So who would have done that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a mystery now. Mm, it's a bear. <laughs> it's a mama bear. She thought they were after their after her youth. That's that's what they ate for their meal the night before. The, did they they ate the baby bear. They ate the baby bear. Oh. She thought it was a rabbit. She caught in a trap. It was a baby bear. <laughs> baby, I heard baby bear so tender. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's probably just Chiu Men goons. The black suits. It could be the suits. <laughs> and at this point in time, too, because. We don't know the timeline of how long they're not in that house. Mm. They all we at this point in time is it's probably like a day and a half because they've left, spent the night in the cave, mm-hmm. and now they're in the stone pit. Spent the night in the cave, learned how to do hadokens, and then uh, <laughs> and then they come back. <laughs> and obviously, just for time's sake, if they if it takes the same time to get there as it does to get home, we're looking at about three days, maybe. Hmm. Potentially two or three days. What to get from Shenhua's house to the stone pit? Yeah, no, that was really close. They didn't travel three days b- between Shenhua's house and the stone pit. Oh no, no, yeah, I'm thinking the caves before her house, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're gone probably at least a day. We'll say. Hmm. Um. So yeah, and we also don't know if they came when they got home, if they were there or not. Rio could have already kicked ass, taking names. Yeah, maybe just helping her clean up in these shots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe the suits were there eating the leftover baby bear. Who knows? <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Very tender. Um, it's all what sauce you put on it, right? Yeah. Oh, and then the, then the mother bear eats them. Uh, that's how it goes. Um... <laughs> But uh, <laughs> now I'm just picturing Shenhua and Rio coming back to the heads and just seeing those two suits fighting the hell out of a mother bear, <laughs> just being mauled to death. Yeah. Uh, oh. Um. So yeah, we get some shots of Rio like playing with furniture, which in what appears to be Shenhua's house that's been all trashed up, and uh, what we get to see his model from the back. What I'm hoping is his test model from the back. Yeah. It doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, but I think I think they're going to wait to do the actual character model reveal mm-hmm. at E3. But, I mean, I just wonder what priority they put on their development. Like, they've done such a good job in the environments. They look amazing. They look beautiful. And, like, both the natural environments and, like, the house and stuff. But what's the point of waiting to finish your character model? Marketing. They got. They need to show something, right? They. The problem with doing announcing the Kickstarter the way they did 
was it creates this hype, and you need to either match or better that hype, right? And keep in mind, there was an E3 that's already gone by with nothing, mm. right? Absolutely nothing was shown. Um, so they need to they need to bring their A game to this, and I think part of that is here is Rio. Um, just reintroducing him, if that's the right term to use. So, what do you think they would have a better character model done? But for these up- updates, they're like using an old one. I would. I. I hope so. I. I mean, there's no way that model can be the final model in his literally tight ass jeans, his dumpy shirt, his dumpy that shirt does not look like a jacket. Hair. Yeah, the hair is not spiky. And they again, they're not showing his face. So I think this has to be intentional. Um, it's kind of an odd choice because you're making something look potentially bad on purpose mm-hmm. to give a good reveal. Um, and obviously to people that aren't into this as much as we are, that could be, ugh, well, he I, looks terrible. Well, I doubt the people who aren't into Shenmue even watch the Kickstarter update, even though it is public for anyone to watch. Please donate. <laughs> but they'll, uh, yeah, they, the next time they'll see this game is if it appears at an E3 or something. How, so E3 is generally early June, and right now we're recording this early April. Um, so we have about two months. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll see another Kickstarter update before uh, E3? I mean, I thought I thought it was policy on Kickstarter for the people making it to try to get one out every month. Like, I thought Kickstarter, like, encouraged that. Like, it was almost a rule for every Kickstarter that they had to do a monthly update. Like, I don't think there's a penalty if they don't, and certainly a lot of them don't do it, but... I imagine if we do it, it won't be this type of update. It would probably be... Because we had the legal update not too long ago. We had this one. I imagine we'll get one narrowing down the window of when we're going to get our survey, and then... Um, I imagine we will have one kind of a text interview or something. They seem to be kind of rotating through the different styles. Mm. I just want to know when they're going to ask me for my photo of me so they can model me in 3D as a little capsule toy. <laughs> yeah, I got to send the one of my face. <laughs> so and be on the dice or whatever. I, yeah, I, the real question I'm, I'm struggling with is beard or no beard? <laughs> beard, distinguish yourself. But that's the thing, like, my face looks more distinct, like, I have a pretty sizable head, and I have rosacea, so my cheeks are super rosy. Well, that'll take away from that if you put the beard on. Yeah, but that's the thing, if the rosy cheeks, I'm going to look unique in this dice. Oh, okay. You want to be Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> Jolly. Yeah, so rosy cheeks. I don't know what I want to do, because there's going to be tons of... Tons of fat, big-headed guys with beards probably putting their photos in. Uh-huh. Well, no, 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 that's not true, because there was only so many. I think there was only like 70 of these yeah. dice or something, so. If the other 69 people want to send me their photos to help me be able to choose <laughs> it's like which coor- one I'm going to use. It's like coordinating outfits. Yeah, you should all get together. <laughs> what are we all going to wear on our face? <laughs> Well, like for yours, you got to choose. I got a full body model, so I got to choose my outfit too, presumably. Maybe I don't know if I'll bother. Yeah, I think the oversized hoodie and pajama pants you're wearing right now <laughs> would be fantastic. It's my signature look. 
Um, yeah, I don't know what they'll do for, like, the body of the people who got the little chibi thing. If they'll try to model the clothes you're wearing in the picture you send them, or what? Or if they'll just give you generic. Probably generic. Maybe they might have body types. Because, like, Matt's... I'm a small person. Yeah. <laughs> not not literally a little person, like, like dwarfism or whatever, but <laughs> I'm, like... Five six, and I don't weigh much. And <laughs> I don't weigh much. <laughs> so we're way off topic here. So back on track. Yeah. Um, the update. Uh, we see some character hand drawn character models on the whiteboard in the background. Um, they seem to be grouping them together somehow. Mm. So they say that's in a dialogue meeting. So maybe they're grouped together by the information that they're able to share. Yeah. Like, so, classifying them by what type of note would go in the notebook or something, maybe? Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh, speaking of the notebook, it now has tabs, it seems like, from the picture. So that could be helpful, so you don't have to, like, just skip through page after page after page and randomly stop and see if you're where you need to be. Hopefully the tabs include Shenmue 1 and Shenmue 2 notebook. That'd be great. Especially for this game, because people are going to want to potentially dig into that backstory. Hmm. And again, if Shenmue 1 and Shenmue 2 HD aren't released, hint, 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 um, it, it'll make that more difficult. I mean, they can do what the Yakuza games are doing and literally just throw in all the cutscenes from the previous ones. Yeah. So you can reminisce. I say that in air quotes. Um, but yeah, they need as much back info as possible for this to be as enjoyable as it potentially can be for newcomers mm-hmm. yeah, it would just make sense for Rio to keep his old notes in the story like he might you never know when you might need to reference something um, what else was in the update anything they had have you noticed on most of the desks they showed there was like a stick man no a stick model oh for like uh, posing people I think yeah animators use those a lot. I actually had one when I was in animation school. Those are pretty helpful. Yeah, just it looks like they're having a good time. Um, I really I want more of these style updates. Mm-hmm. And I think, I imagine they'll probably go more and more this way. Um, but I also don't want anything to be spoiled for me. Yeah. Yeah, I just want random vistas or looks at the character models <laughs> that's I don't know it's like like we got here but I know I guess we shouldn't expect that every month because yeah eventually that would no doubt spoil something <laughs> they would run out of stuff to show that wasn't uh, important yeah you can only show so much mm-hmm. and it's walking that fine line of what's too much what's not enough um and whether or not they want to introduce new stuff, right? Because everything we've seen so far has been pretty much stuff we've been aware of from previous games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's probably very difficult for them to decide because obviously they have more footage shot than what's what's in this video. So mm-hmm. cutting and piecing that together for to present to your audience that's already given you money, uh, I imagine that process is pretty tricky. Yeah. Now, what do you want for E3 this year? Do you want any uh, update on Shenmue 3? Or I, I only want a Shenmue HD announcement. That's what I want for E3 this year. And then 
in my perfect world, it's th- this E3, Shenmue 1 and 2 HD is announced. E3 after that, you get a near launch trailer for Shenmue 3, and then it comes out like uh, this summer. It's not coming out this <laughs> year. <laughs> it is not. I would bet my life on it. <laughs> I think. I think the best way for them to do it this year is to come out, have whether or not it's someone from Sony or Yu Suzuki himself, someone come out, present a Shenmue 3 trailer. This year? This year, yeah. Right. Present a trailer. Do it like they did the Final Fantasy one. Mm -hmm. So here's World of Final Fantasy, and people get their hopes up, and they're like, oh, okay, this is neat, this is something new, Mm -hmm. and then, bam. Hit them with a Shenmue 1 and 2 HD. And whether or not they have someone from, like, Saga just stroll out on the stage and be like, hey, we're doing this, mic drop. Mm -hmm. They... Keep in mind, like, Sony has the final say in all of this on how they design their E3 presentation. Mm -hmm. I think it's very likely we will see Shenmue 1 and 2 HD. At E3? At E3. What per, do you think it's going to happen, or do you want it to happen? I, just, I want it to happen. I have no expectation of it happening, really. I don't think it's... I don't know if it's big enough. They may have already... Don't know if it's big enough. Yeah, I don't think it would get as big of a, a reaction as Shenmue 3 did. Like, Shenmue 3 was it, it won't get legendary. Big, it won't get as big a reaction, but is it just as important, though? Because that'll, to us. Get, that'll get people talking about their Shenmue, their E3 thing. And, like, the prior year, obviously, one of the best conferences of all time, the Final Fantasy, the um, Last Guardian, and Shenmue 3 announcements. Mm-hmm. Just that trifecta of awesomeness. I just don't... And then how they did last year's with the God of War stuff mm-hmm. and the Resident Evil 7 announcement and, the like, announcing demos and stuff available that night. But none like, of those were remasters. They were all new games. I'm not sure remaster is going to, even if it's Shenmue, I don't think it's going to generate the buzz for them for an E3 to specifically showcase it. Yes, but how many people would be talking about it? It's You've given the Shenmue fans what they wanted, mm. now you're potentially giving them what they need as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, cer- I, I certainly want it, I just don't know how realistic it is. I think it's very realistic. We obviously need to watch this conference together. Mm-hmm. Um I, I just, I really think it's going to happen. <laughs> now are we going to have the Easy Ally stream playing at the same time? <laughs> or are we just going to watch it raw and watch their stream later? <laughs> uh, I would say, well, it depends. I mean, if someone over at the, uh, if it's Pete at the Shenmue Dojo, mm. uh, if they're having their stream and they're looking for another Banrad space to fill, uh, we might have to watch it there. Yeah. Um, but, uh... I would probably say just the str- the regular stream, although I love the pe- they're some of my favorite. They're probably my favorite like game journalist people. Easy, uh, easy just, allies, easy allies, yeah. just because they're so passionate mm-hmm. about games, but they also have that kid inside them when they get it. They're not afraid to get excited. They're not afraid to. Um, just to, they're not worried about the criticism that might come, mm-hmm. and that was like the Huber thing was when they were you know part of a corporation, yeah, like a big corporation. Now they're their own thing, um, so I feel that even gives them more independence to do things like that. And 
They don't have to worry about yeah. being judged. I've never seen a happier person than Michael Huber when Shenmue 3 was announced. I watched that just I, occasionally just to feel happy. <laughs> not I watch I've watched that video <laughs> over the one from the YouTube handle of Some Game News. Um, I've watched that video I would say over 200 times. <laughs> Yesterday morning I was just sitting in the bathtub on my phone and just strolling through videos and I was like, I'm going to watch Huber get amped up. And the funny thing is is he's so amped up in that but if you totally remove Huber from that video mm-hmm. Bossman and Brad Ellis are just like their reactions are so over the top as well. Jumping on chairs and stuff. Yeah. Like, And p- they kind of get overshadowed by his reaction but the two of them have huge reactions as well. <laughs> and Bossman's almost looks exhausted. He's just like Man, this is the third thing, mm-hmm. and Huber's literally jumping up and down like a, he lo- looks like a fish coming out of water. Yeah, he's wiggling. He's just overcome. It was pretty funny. Like right before that announcement, I think it was Ian who says, "Like all our dreams have come true," and then another dream comes true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they were just reacting to other stuff before that. Yeah, I want another moment like that, but I, mean, I just don't. I mean, it, Shenmue HD would give it to me. I just don't know how many other people would give it to. Even Shenmue fans, I think a lot of them would be like, "Oh, great, cool." <laughs> Not, See, I don't, like, I don't, ah! I don't think I'm. I'm gonna be like that. I'm. Mm. I'm. Uh, I don't know. And Sony's just been knocking these out of the park the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo's doing their pre-recorded one. Microsoft has changed the order that they're going in this year. Yeah, they're going Sunday now. Yeah, so they're are they first or last now? Uh, them and Bethesda are both on Sunday. Nintendo's usually Monday night or something. Like Tuesday morning, I think. Yeah, and Sony's usually the Monday night. Yeah. I can't wait. Yep. <sighs> probably take off time again take off vacation days <laughs> most of my vacation days are devoted to video games people at work made fun of me when I took time off when Skyward Sword came out yeah I didn't take off any time for uh, Breath of the Wild this time oh. but when Shenmue comes out just put a vacancy sign on my desk <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not showing up yeah I'm not showing up at all gotta take that week off oh absolutely <laughs> It'll, uh... Yeah. And I'm gonna have to, like... We'll start a Twitch page for this, and mm-hmm. we'll be streaming, and... I'm definitely doing an unboxing video when I get it in the mail. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we'll have so much stuff to unbox with our, like, high-tier uh, Kickstarter thing, all those goodies that come with it. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and, like, I've even thought about how, like, once I get all my Kickstarter stuff... Mm-hmm. For argument's sake, it's coming out in December. We live in Canada. Mm-hmm. We have cold weather. We have wet weather. We have snow. Mm-hmm. So I've already thought of like how I'm doing this, like to make sure that the mailman can can deliver it. Like having like a big Rubbermaid tote out there <laughs> with like cinder blocks in it to weigh it down, so the wind can't. <laughs> like I've put time and thought into this. Dear Mr. Mailman, please put my treasures in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely I'm 
And that's the thing. Like, do I take a day off beforehand so I can talk to him? Like, ask him his schedule? Like, I want him to understand the importance of, of me getting this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, do you think this stuff will come out before we get the game? I, th- I, know, I think a lot of video game Kickstarters, they get the game first, then they start fulfilling your, like, physical goodies after. I don't know. Yeah. I hope I get it beforehand. I ho- I don't know. I do too, but I think they kind of tend to focus on the, the video game itself. Well, that is the important part, yeah. I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm excited to just... I'm excited about all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is one thing about like this being a Kickstarter that I'm just so excited for is just getting that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, getting the hand-drawn picture of my face. <laughs> and, like, framing it and putting it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Can use it as an avatar on all my forums, <laughs> or maybe on PlayStation Network. Oh, it's gonna be so great! I'm yep. so excited. Yep. So yeah, there wasn't. Other than that, um, if you're re- looking for a detailed breakdown of of this uh, Kickstarter update, there's a great one on Phantom Riverstone, uh, which has all the screenshots. Yep. He's always he's always good for uh, Shenmue minutia. <laughs> Which is a good thing. I think he's cornered the market on it. He has, so he's doing a great job. Very interesting. Just one more thing in the community for everyone to have and watch and appreciate the work that he puts in. Yep. So anything else you want to add to this episode? Uh, nope. This was kind of a random one. We started talking about the Kickstarter and kind of get a little off topic, but yeah. I like it. We were worried that this episode was going to be really short, but mm. we... Uh, Long we, enough, I think. We're good. Yeah. So we're on the social medias, uh, youtube.com slash Shenmue AM2 podcast. We are Shenmue AM2 podcast on iTunes. Uh, we are Shenmue AM2 podcast at gmail.com. Shenmue AM2 pod on the Twitters. Um, our Facebook page should be back up. We're still um, dealing with some issues there. And uh, yeah, like, subscribe, thumbs up, all that good stuff. And who is our sponsor this week? Do you like recklessly racing a forklift every morning through a harbor full of people? Then join Alpha Trading Company. No experience required. Good racing. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. Or, whenever we do the next one. Whenever the next thing is. We always amuse ourselves at the end with these little advertisements. You'll have to indulge us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>